So this is the first Mother's Day since I lost my mother, and memories of the last couple of weeks have been flooding into my mind about how maternally masterful she was. For example, my oldest sister had a mind of her own, even when she was really, really young, a little girl. One December, right before Christmas, when she was six years old and I was four, she made the decision to run away from home. Saw the concept of running away on television and she was determined. And I came onto the scene late in the game as she was so dramatically heading to the door. I fell victim to what we know now is a disease called FOMO, the fear of missing out. So I ran to my bedroom, opened my drawer, grabbed some clothes, didn't even have a bag, just grabbed the clothes and headed out for the adventure. And of course, my mom caught us. What are you doing? She said calmly. Representing us like our union rep, she said, my sister said, well, we're running away. And my mother's response was masterful. She goes, that's so good to know. Goodbye. Have a great life. It's right before Christmas, so I guess I'll take you off our Christmas shopping list. I'll let Santa know that you're not going to be here either, so I'll take that off the list. I'll call your grandparents. Tell them the same thing. Too bad. Also, you're going to miss the Christmas cartoons tonight and cookie decorating and cookie eating, and suddenly I was having a FOMO crisis. <laughs> I didn't even make it to the door before I was reconsidering. Without a plan, I said goodbye to my sister and wished her well, and I went and unpacked. I didn't have the vocabulary, but at the time I would have said now, I would say, listen, bad idea, bad plan, I'm out. Let me say that again. Bad idea, bad plan, I'm out. On this Mother's Day, I also want to talk about Holy Mother Church and our parish. For the last thing I want parishioners to think or to do is to look at our efforts around the parish and shake their heads and say, bad idea, bad plan, I'm out. I want us to have direction and purpose that supports our parish mission, which is go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Teach them everything I have commanded you and know that I'm with you always until the end of the world. You may think I'm a good Protestant, but that's in the rite of baptism. I've said that reading over and over again. I've got it memorized. Interestingly, Jesus had a plan and a very strategic one at that. And in our troubled times, we want to extend our influence for the good to as many people as possible. We have good news to share. This is good. But Jesus had a different strategy about how he did it. That's not how he started his mission. He would have disdained, for example, the life of a televangelist. In fact, he shied away from publicity, often slipping away from the crowds and forbidding people to talk about his miracles. Scripture scholars call that the messianic secret. Jesus could have done it all. I mean, after all, he was the Son of God the second person of the Trinity, but in conjunction with his preaching, he started to choose followers, most especially the 12 apostles, and trained them by word and example and gave them assignments and trusting them with power to do the work he himself had been doing. Then he mobilized 70 disciples and sent them out two by two, and he asked for a big commitment, giving them virtually no resources he required that they perform miracles and preach in his name. He told them to expect opposition and promise really no earthly reward. It, was, it would all be in heaven. At the same time, 
Jesus taught the multitudes during his public ministry. Sometimes he spoke to thousands of people. Like the, he, his message was often challenging to the elite and certainly not what they wanted to hear. He confronted the status quo, jarred his listeners' sensibilities, and often taught in parables. And by parables, he didn't want this to be so easy. He wasn't going to spoon-feed them. He made them think and pray and reflect. And the plan worked, my brothers and sisters. Without social media or any other form of modern communication, within a generation, his followers turned the world upside down. And within seven generations, in 318 AD, the emperor Constantine made Christianity the official religion of the Roman Empire. Yes, knowing human nature, Jesus most certainly had a plan. In our gospel today, Jesus said, My sheep hear my voice, I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. In a time when faithfulness is seen as somewhat countercultural or passé, it's comforting to know that Jesus will never leave us to face the perils of life alone. It's also comforting to know that communally we can hear the Lord's voice that can guide us to build up his kingdom here on earth at our parish here at Our Lady of Mount Carmel. As we remind ourselves in a couple of weeks when we celebrate the Feast of Pentecost, he does not leave us orphans. Rather, the Holy Spirit intercedes for us. As part of the United in Heart Diocesan Initiative, every parish in our diocese is working on a strategic plan under the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Strategic planning is nothing new for our parish. For example, our parish slogan, Grateful No Matter What, was developed as a response to an initiative from our strategic planning. But some parishes in our diocese have never had uh, strategic planning and such initiatives. And frankly, it's beginning to show. Gone are the days that any Christian community, that is Catholic or Protestant, that we can depend on cultural Catholics, cultural adherence to the faith. Faith today requires deep conversion and a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Our response to the complexities of the modern world must be robust, Christ-centered, and our message needs to be clear. So our diocese has asked us to organize our strategic planning efforts into three categories. That is mission, community, and witness. Mission, community, and witness. And you should have received a brochure in this last week that outlines our response to these goals on a local level through a three-year rolling plan. If you didn't get one, incidentally, there are copies in the rolling carts in the back of church. Of course, these are not exclusive goals. The many ministries of our parish will continue and then hopefully grow in the years ahead. But the goals are the results of surveys conducted in our parish and work by our parish council that began meeting in the middle of the pandemic about the strategic plan so as not to lose ground during those waning months. So if you don't see a ministry in that plan that is close to your heart, please don't think we're just getting rid of it or something. These goals focus on the areas identified by our parishioners as being in particular need of growth. So while, the, while discussing this plan, 
with our director of evangelization, Thomas Gallagher, we pondered what would be the call to action should, uh, as a result of this homily this morning. Well, first of all, I just want all our parishioners to review that brochure. Got it in the mail. I wanted to know why you got it in the mail and what it was. I also want you to pray to the Holy Spirit as we approach Pentecost to see how you fit in. We should be asking that question in different times of my life. How do I fit in in the call of Jesus and his church? How can you build up our parish witness through this plan? What gifts and talents can you share with the body of Christ and beyond? Our plan re- uh, received approval just a few months ago, so we are in the preliminary stages of, of developing strategies to respond to these goals. So I ask you to be patient with that. Secondly, if you can see ways that you can contribute immediately, or if you have questions or comments, you can email us at olmcplan at olmc1.org. That's just pretty easy. olmcplan at olmc1.org. We're also gathering a steering committee, people who know about project management, for example, and strategic planning that will guide us and start breaking these big goals into manageable pieces. So I ask for your prayers for them as well. So may God bless our mothers today, and may God bless Holy Mother Church, and may God bless our parish family that equipped with the Holy Spirit, we will be part of the solution in our broken world, confident that Jesus Christ our Lord is the answer to our many questions. Amen.